It's time once again to get to know a new member of the Colts coaching staff inside the Colts radio studio. I'm Matt Taylor with J.J. Stangovitz, and it's our honor right now to be joined by Brian Bratton, the new offensive quality control coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Coach Bratton, good to see you. How are you? I'm good, man. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. So let's talk about what attracted you to the Colts in Indianapolis. How did you land this great position? Well, to be honest, it's relationships. Um, I have former relationships with Scott, uh, Scott Milanovic and mm-hmm. Marcus Brady. Um, Coach Milanovic was my offensive coordinator when I was in NFL Europe in 2006. And then Marcus Brady and I were actually teammates and then he coached my position and went on to be offensive coordinator of our team in Montreal when I was in the CFL. Yeah, so, won a couple of uh, championships, yeah, right? Yeah, won a couple of great cups, yep. had, a, had a, a good run up there and great experience. And obviously, when you're you're in a place like that, you're having that kind of success, you're going to have good, strong relationships. And both Scott and Marcus, we were there for uh, for that that long run so I, I remember having a conversation with Jarrett Payton who played uh yeah, with the Alouettes buddy, man. yeah no he's he's the best um and he told me that when he was playing with Marcus in Montreal he was just like this guy is going to be a head coach he's going to be an offensive you know coordinator someday in the NFL like he really gets it like what do you remember about Marcus back in the back in those days in the CFL as a player well he played quarterback obviously and so we were he was we were teammates for the first two years and played quarterback and what I remember was you know we had a stud Anthony Calvillo who was mm-hmm. who was the starter but Marcus always was able to go play in the, like he prepared like the starter you know you always hear that's how quarterbacks are supposed to prepare when you're not the guy but he prepared like the starter he knew everything that was going on he was always on time he was always there didn't always have to say a lot, but you just knew, like, you knew that guy knew what was going on and what he was doing. And I do remember, you know, Calvillo got hurt, whatever, and Marcus would just go in and throw for 300, do whatever. <laughs> and it was like nothing like, you know, yeah, I can go in and do this. But um, I just remember him always being prepared. So you, you know, he, he his playing career ends, and then he goes to coach wide receivers, which right. is your position. He, he played quarterback. What do you remember about how he was as like a wide receivers coach coming in and coaching a position he hadn't played? And, and how, how did he command that room? Well, he had no problem commanding the room because we knew that the guy was prepared. He knew his stuff. And so he was going to get us in the right spots. And then I think the intricacies of the receiver position, and you just pick up over time of how to coach it. But from day one when we came in, he knew the big scheme of everything. He knew the concepts. He knew exactly where we were supposed to be and what we needed to do to get there. And I think it was a seamless transition for him. And obviously it's gone well yeah. where he is now. Nine years uh, coaching the college game. Uh, what have you learned or, or noticed at the NFL level so far that's different or that it takes a little bit of an adjustment? Well, it's different um, because of some of the terminology and some of the things, but that's going to be different kind of wherever you go. I think the biggest thing for me um, that I see is the volume. I think you have the ability to do a lot more because you just have more time, right? Um, in college, guys are going to school, then they're lifting <laughs> weights, then they're finally getting to meetings, then you got practice, you're trying to cram it in. But here, you've got all day, you have a, uh, ample amount of time to get things done. Um, obviously, everybody on this level, skill-wise, is, is up in the upper echelon. And so you have more things that you can do and more ways to get it done than we would probably in college. Mm-hmm. How about just like the access to film here in the NFL? Like just the, the ease of going and saying, hey, I want to make a cut up of this or a cut up of that. How does that compare to the college level? Well, obviously, you know, on on the level I was at, we didn't have as much access. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at the FCS level. Um 
and we didn't have that as much access, although we were gaining some. But here, you've got everything at your fingertips. You know, the pro football focus and the different things where you could do a study real quick. I think that's very valuable. Um, those are the things that I wish I would have always had. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a luxury now. But I think the PFF, you know, the 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 tools for drawing and the tools for, you know, relaying the information to people, I think, you know, with the technology piece, it's, it's amazing. Now, you talk about coming from a special place, the FCS level, Furman. It's been really good to you, right? I mean, you, you played there, you coached there, you're in the Athletics Hall of Fame back in 2011. How, how tough was it to, to leave there? It was tough. Uh you know, I knew for my career's sake and, um, you know, this opportunity um, that I had I had to take it. I, ha- I had to step out. Um, I think the hardest thing is the people. You know, Greenville, South Carolina, Furman University was really, really good to me and my family. And it has been. I touched down there in 2000 and I was still living there in 2022. So obviously something was good. Um, I think that's the biggest biggest piece you know there's really good people there they care about you they want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. um and the coolest thing about it is when i left everybody was you know very encouraging and supportive um about what i've given to that university and then you know wanting to see me do well a lot of times when you leave places people don't really want you to succeed or they just kind of forget about you but there's been a ton of support and a ton of encouragement um, and that just goes to show you like what that relationship with Furman really means. What do you want to bring to this role as quality control coach? I want to bring whatever it takes to win a Super Bowl, you know, whatever that means. Uh, I know that, you know, I'll be there doing some information. I know I'll be helping Reggie in the receiver room and those guys, whatever I can relay, whatever I can deposit to help push us to the next level. You know, that's what I want to bring. Um, I, I've, I've, I'm a winner. You know, we won in college. We won, yeah. you know, won in Canada, and I want to help however I can to continue to that streak and, and win here. And obviously, there's a lot of guys here that have won, and so I want to learn how to do it on this level. You've had several jobs. I mean, wide receivers coach, passing game coordinator, special teams coordinator at the at the collegiate level. How has all of that allowed you to get ready for your role with the Colts, knowing you're going to be uh, kind of sprinkled across several different aspects of the offense? I think it's just helped me be very organized and be able to handle things that come my way, um, not necessarily uh, be flexible, but at the same time, just learn how to navigate different areas and, and keep everything in line and keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Um, I think the more you can do, the better. Um, yeah, that's how I thought about it as a, when I was a player, and I think that's the same as the coach. Uh, the more that you can do, the more you can contribute, and um, then you can do whatever to help make the organization successful. You, you spent a little bit of time with the Falcons and the Ravens, uh, you know, off-season practice squad. How do those experiences color who you are as a coach when you're talking about young men trying to make it, whether it's at the college level, now in the NFL level, uh, you know, knowing what, what it takes to make an NFL roster and how much work you need to put in for it? I think I'm just able to relate to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, um, you know, I've been in a lot of their shoes. Um, haven't, you know, necessarily been a first-round draft pick, but I have been a rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been through my first camp and my first. We've all been OTAs, rookies, right? Yeah, right? You know, so, and something, right? So I think you know, being able to relate to them, knowing exactly what they're thinking, knowing some of the anxiety, some some of the things that are going to happen, and um, what it takes to be successful. Like, what what are they looking for? You know, what are they not looking for? You know, and um, hopefully, I could be an encouragement encouragement to them and, and kind of be that guy that, that helps them out. 
you know, on this staff, you've got guys like Reggie Wayne, like you talked about, Marcus Brady, Frank Reich, you know, some pretty good guys in terms of playing and coaching credentials. Um, how collaborative have you found the coaching staff, especially on offense, to be so far? It's been awesome. You know, to be able to be in a room, and, and I don't say much because I'm the guy who's trying to soak it all in right now, but uh, to be in a room and hear just the ideas go back and forth and the different things, um, the minute details that we're trying to get right, just to hear us talk and go through it and change it and there's no egos and everybody, we're just all in it for the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's awesome and that's what I've noticed so far being here. I'm sure it will continue. So I got I to gotta ask you, you mentioned NFL Europe. So your year in 2006 with the Cologne Centurions, on that team, quarterback Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> safety Bubba Ventrone, your head coach is Scott Milanovic. That you got to have some good stories from play, <laughs> from playing with Bubba, from being coached by with Milanovic, playing with Cliff Kingsbury from that year. Yeah, well, there's some stories. We don't have time for all of them. <laughs> we do though. That's a thing. <laughs> all right. What, what's your What's your favorite Bubba Ventrone story from playing with him for a Man. year? Man. I'm I'm trying to think. Bubba just always had energy, man. He had juice, you know, and I think <laughs> you guys know him. He's got it here. I mean, he had juice. He's exactly the same guy. Um, you know, I just remember us touching down there, and uh, you know, it it was a it was a fun time. We got to know each other pretty well. All those guys. When you get like I said, when you get dropped into a foreign country. In a city, you have no clue. You get to be tight real quick. And so um, i never forget when I was walking through the building when I visited, uh, I guess, about a month ago, and he just jumped out of his chair and gave me a hug. That just shows you the relationship, you know. You just pick up where you left off. It's great to have you here, Brian. And it's uh, it's a really neat football journey you've had to get to this point, and we're excited to see where it takes you from here. I appreciate it. I'm excited, too. Let's go.